He just emerged holding a, 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 cl- a clutch of fern leaves in one hand, <laughs> knife in the other, looks across the creek at me and goes, There's a lot of blood! <laughs> <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wags. It's not really Wags, it's Waves! But wait, doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> now, we um, we had a week off. Uh, I was about to fake an apology. There's no need on this podcast because the thing is, like, we took a week off like a month ago. So ago yeah, as well. no, yeah. But we're getting to the end of the year. We're running out of steam. Also, the whole idea of a week off from a thing that you don't get paid for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm putting in my long service leave from the podcast. <laughs> Wade might give me a RISD. <laughs> cheeky finger in the bum. <laughs> Ten years finger in the bum. Oh, fuck. I tell you what, I wouldn't mind a cheeky finger in the bum. Sometimes. Mate, I'm going to stick in. Nine more years. <laughs> it's recorded now. Now, the reason we had a, a, a week off... Mainly was because we were exhausted, had a lot on, um, and also we usually do this on a Tuesday, and I had uh, a camping trip with the family. That's right, and we do it on a Tuesday. We record on the Wednesday. This is fucking yeah. fresh. Record on Tuesday, put it up on the Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah this so is fresh, fresh, mate. This is this fresh. Is, this is by the minute ramblings <laughs> from two guys who do no <laughs> preparation. Honest, probably not the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the money news. <laughs> Now, on the Saturday night before um, you went camping. Yes, I went camping from Sunday to Tuesday. We all went to a big party. Yeah, we had a we had a big... F- I would nearly call that party now a family get-together. It's a family get-together um, out in uh, out in the country in Victoria. And it was it was great. It was excellent. There was friends more house. children than adults. They have like a bouncy castle out yep. there. They had Negronis out there. Had, we brought Negronis. We brought Negronis got and old fashioned. A little too fuck-eyed, some yes. might say. Well, I got so drunk that I went to sleep in my swag beside the car where my family were all sleeping. There was a tr- we had a trailer with a bed and a and the Leonard was in the car. Not quite enough room for Dad, so I slept in the swag. <laughs> and then on the ground, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I'm being warmed by Negronis. Then it <laughs> rains. And I'm like, oh, that's inconvenient, but don't move. Then it hails, and I stay asleep in the swag. It's just my face, bit of canvas, then hail. What I like, though, is that we... Before we went there, we were like, let's take some mid-strength beers yes. because we know what'll happen. <laughs> we were so responsible. We were like, you know what, Wado? We're going to get a case of mid-strength beers. And we'll just sip mid-strength all day yep. and we'll be gentlemen yep. until the early hours of the morning <laughs> and everybody will love us. And then and the mid-strength ran out at six o'clock in the evening and, and we, we went, we... what do we drink now? Negronis. <laughs> Old-fashioned. Straight alcohol. <laughs> Mate, I was fucking sideways. What I loved about that, though, like just during the day was... I would, all the kids were just running off, causing mm. chaos, having the best time, and you know that they're getting up their own little mischief, like yeah. there's little, their little fucking stories and games, yeah. and like, you know, who knows what's going on. They're also problem solving, and, um, and they're also creating problem solving bonds, it. and it's great. But I would see my girls with adults that they see once a year, yeah, and they're just like entertaining them or being yeah. entertained, and it's you're excellent. like, it's the fucking village. Yes. At one stage, I, walk, I look over and I see like Penny just playing cricket with like some grown man. Oh, I know she's like met last year, but she wouldn't remember him. But she was so engaged with this so dude good. and like a Mike, lovely guy, yeah. was teaching her how to bowl a cricket ball. Right. It was the absolute best. It takes that village. Yes. I walked around the corner at one point and Leonard was there being taught how to play cricket by the same gentleman. Yeah. 
Gentlemen, they were. They Wonderful were absolute gents. gentlemen. Out in the summer sunshine <laughs> with their, with the, what would you call them, um, garden hats on. They're all wearing garden <laughs> yeah, hats. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a great day, so shout out to Tom and Ali who put us up. Put on a great party. And who never listened to the podcast. Who <laughs> never listened. We just got a, just got a drop off of uh, some sort of item. Yeah, it's very nice. It says, for Harley, heart romance. What a lovely little note. Oh, oh I think that's for my feet. Is that a, a feet sander? Like, the amount of people that have just tuned out at the moment have yeah, just gone, all right, well, we'll skip off. Maybe you should have taken off two weeks, boys. Oh, look at that. Look at that, Wade. I am literally sanding chunks of dead skin off my foot right now. I love it. Fuck, I'm having a good time. <laughs> um, my feet are smashed because of then the camping trip that I went on, um, yep. just wearing thongs, which I'm pretty much in 24-7, and then your feet just get all dried and cracked and fucked. Yep. But I just loved camping. But bare feet are so good for you, I think. Yes, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, we uh, we got there on the Sunday uh, to the, the Gums camping area in King Lake National Park. And now it's beautiful up there, I imagine? It's very beautiful. Very dense yep. forest we're in, Victorian forest. Yep. And as we arrived... Like a 1970s pubic region. Yes. It's a like dense a forest. 1970s porn box. Have <laughs> 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 you ever watched some old porn? <laughs> I watched... It's very tame. Like, it's very tame. If you watch something like from like the... Like the 70s yeah. to you watch something from a more modern day. You're like, oh, we've come too far. We've come too <laughs> oh, it's far. It's too much. It's too much. We don't need higher definition on that fucking <laughs> section. <laughs> I don't know why is there seven of you. I don't know what's happening. Oh, God. Please. Is everyone safe? Call your dad. <laughs> <laughs> we arrived at the campground uh, as everyone was packing up and leaving because we were arriving on Sunday. Oh, of course. And so there was maybe six camping areas um, yeah. with people packing up and then it was just us. Amazing. And, and uh, our friends Oki and Ernie, big fans of the show, listened to it with their child Hendrick who came on the camping trip. Hendrick. We're to the point now where he sings the theme song. It's a great theme song. It's a great theme song. It's one of the great classics. <laughs> um, so, just two parents who happen to be dads. <laughs> Honestly. It's like you know the words. <laughs> we get set up. We can set our tents up, um, set our kitchen area up, uh, realise there was no shower. It was just a pit toilet. I haven't been camping in years. We I'm, just, I'm, gonna, I'm loving this. I'm loving we, this. A pit toilet. Pit toilet. Resigned ourselves to the fact there is no showers. Yeah. Fuck it. We're just going to fill that up. Yeah. Um, got the beers started because it's Sunday afternoon. Yeah, all absolutely. The tents set up everything. Um, dinner prep was on. Like we all. What was for dinner? What's camping dinner? Uh, what do we have? There's a. The name of it was chicken cooked in wine. Okay, and Ernie brought the first yeah. dinner, but I can't remember the name they call it. But it translates to chicken cooked in wine. It was a delicious like casserole. Cockavin loved it. Cockavin, thank yeah. you very much. Well done. What a learned man. I share this <laughs> podcast with Cockavin. Uh, Fantastic. Great then we meal. went, uh, had, a, uh, had a little nap in the tent, and the rest of us, as an expedition, all went out on a little trip walking around. There's a little bush track near the tent site, and Ernie had already said to me, All right, 
what are your what are your odds here? Who's who's getting injured first? And I went, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely my child. <laughs> Just point it over to the fucker that lives vertically. It's and like you're watching like the Olympics. Who's going to win the gold medal, oh, mate? Right? It's like, Usain Bolt right there. All right. And I backed myself in hard. Like I was like, this is going to happen. Um, Leonard's going to hurt himself first, and Walter is going to dominate your kid. That is going to happen. And we both had a laugh about it. Cracked a beer. It was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> we got. I, I found a. I found a knife. Um, that was a camping knife. And sometimes I, allowed... I wish people could see the facial expressions that you make <laughs> when you're talking, <laughs> because like this absolute serious. You're like, all right, let's go. Like you were just like waiting. You're just like so gunning for this kid to fucking injure himself so you can be proved correct. Uh yeah, I guess so. It is it, when you get to this level of injury in a child, it becomes competitive because. Once you know that they do bounce back and they're all right, yeah. you're still trying to protect them from future injury. But you go, well, you're having experience, you're living yes. your life, and um, and hopefully you're minimising risk the more, <laughs> the more times this happens. <laughs> you go, okay, idiot, don't do that. Um, so we get to this little creek uh, that's slightly flowing over rocks. It's yes. not. I wouldn't call it rapids. It's a creek, but it's it, it's flowing water. And there's a. It's like something out of a Hollywood film. There's a log falling across the creek, and you can walk across that. Yeah, log lovely. To get to the other side, which resembles a little island because of the way the creek cuts around it. Uh, and Leo, of course, is straight up across that. Yeah, and we're on the other side. Ernie, Oki, uh, Hendrik, and Walter. Um, and I'm very happy to stay on that side. Yeah, I don't want to cross over that moss covered log <laughs> above the rocks and water and I would rather my eight year old not do it but there is no stopping it he goes over he's cutting fern leaves to make um, things for the table yeah. <laughs> making these little fern bowls well, yeah good on you man whatever <laughs> and then I would give it Ten seconds. <laughs> I would say ten seconds later, he emerged from the bush on the other side, and this is what he said. He just emerged holding a, 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 cl- a clutch of fern leaves in one hand, <laughs> knife in the other, looks across the creek at me and goes, There's a lot of blood! <laughs> <laughs> and I, there is no, I do not even wait for the thinking time um, yeah. at all. I hand I have my tin mug with me. I hand that over to uh, Oki and don't yeah. even say you're on Walter Watch. Yeah. It's just a given. That's what's yeah. happening now. Yeah. I walk straight across the log. I needed that bit of adrenaline to get me across there. Yeah. Uh, and I just was straight across, straight to him. He had slipped uh, from one of the leaves and just slightly cut his leg. Oh, great. It was well, not that, great that he's cut himself, well, but great that it was like a little bit... Yes, what yeah. I could see from the other side seemed like it could have been quite serious. It turned yeah. out it was just a tiny little nick, but he also saw it as being... He was hot and bothered to be yeah, running yeah. around, so the blood the was blood. flowing yep. fairly quick. But I just was like... He, he was up, understandably upset, Yeah. but I also knew that the time it was going to take for me to calm him down and, and be able to walk across that log, it was just going to take too long. Yeah. I was going to put him on my back, yeah. and I'm going to walk across that log. <laughs> with crying, bleeding, eight year old on my back. <laughs> <He's laughs> <holding it up. laughs> and I've had so a, the perfect plan. And I've got an afternoon shine on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could go wrong here. And as I'm walking, Ernie and I, I don't think either of us have been more serious in our life. He was spotting me. Yeah. Um, but as he said afterwards, he goes, if you went, 
there was absolutely nothing I could do. You were just going to go. It was just me and my child falling probably oh about six feet onto rocks and flowing water. And I just saw that happening. Let's not forget the knife. That's a yeah, crucial not, point. Not the knife. I had, I had handed fall, the knife oh, yeah, to, right. uh, to Ernie and shut it up. Oh, yeah. I've got good knife safety. <laughs> and my knife was on my belt loop. Because <laughs> I am a mountain man. <laughs> and I walked across the log and I just I felt exactly like what um, John McClane feels like in Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a hero. I'm a hero here. And about halfway across the log, I was slipping and going and I just fuck it. I went, fuck it, I'm jumping. Yeah. And just did this ginormous... Like an action film. Yeah, I did ginormous dad leap with a dad <laughs> going, oh, here we go. Landed on the other side and everything was fine. The explosion behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Turned around, fly kicked Ernie in the throat. Oh, man. Into the water. Anyway, we got back to the campsite. Everything hunky-dinky-dory. Had some cock then. And then Walter walks through the campsite, basically grabbed stuff off the table, smashed it on the ground, kicked the chair over, walked up to Hendrick, grabbed the back of his collar, pulled him off the bike and just went, boom! And I looked at Ernie and went, two for two, mate. <laughs> Fucking killed it. Uh, too good. But how was like the camping itself? Was it good fun? Yeah, it was lovely. We've got a really lovely tent um, and quite comfortable f- proper foam mattresses yep. rather than any blow-up situation. Uh, and the weather was cold. We had a fire on the whole entire yep. time we were there. Um, but it was just nice. We just sat. Didn't so, do anything. Yeah, yeah. Went for a walk one day. I think like uh, I, I must, I've been camping like as a, like an adult occasionally, like at festivals or mm. but also just maybe Different like... Different kind of camping, that one, isn't it? And I remember like when I was like 22, I guess, like uh, my ex-girlfriend and I, we went around Portugal. Oh, yes. And uh, we'd stay at these camping sites, but it was like the off-season. And Portugal was amazing. It was cheap. The food was yeah. delicious. But the wine was like a euro a bottle. Fuck <laughs> so yes. I was just now I know why you were there. writing myself off every night. Because <laughs> I'd be like, this is the best, Kelly. This is the greatest time of our lives. We're young and in Portugal. And I'd just be drinking, drinking, drinking. And then I'd just pass out and go to sleep. And she'd be going to sleep like petrified. Because we're in the, these camping sites. There was no one else in Ram. She had like these sticks underneath the pillow. But I didn't realise how scared she was. I was just like, oh, we're having a great time. Oh, anchovies. Straight from the sea. We're staying in slums. <laughs> it was amazing. Portugal is the best. Um, yeah, no. Camping's good. I um, I actually highly recommend it for for. I have such fond memories of when I went with my family parents. Family time. I just think find the right place. We'd go by a river. Like my dad would like. Uh, we'd we'd never really go to like a camping site. We'd go somewhere in Southland where my dad would like kind of know the farmer or he'd know of a spot. Yeah. And he'd just like we'd just drive up to the house and tell the cocky, hey, we're gonna sell. Stay on your land if that's okay, and they'd be like, "Yeah, just close the fences behind you." You're Great, cool. like that was just awesome. kind of weird. And what then we just an era. <laughs> it was amazing, and Can then we just that, drive man. around these farms till we found like the spot by a river because they'd always know like a spot because my parents grew up in Southland, so you know, yeah, right, the right. places are known. And then you just find these spots by these rivers with these trees. You just been like the day swimming in the so river. My dad good. would like show us like fishing and stuff. It was amazing. It was really good. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's find a farm somewhere. Because where we camped, there was probably, I don't know, 14 campsites. Yeah. And they're all very well maintained. Which um, is also great. Yeah, a bed for a tent. So they, yeah. they they had a raised up sort of area with cracker dust on it um, so you can pitch your tent easy. Uh, it was a bit fucking gravelly, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> then a little fire pit and a table and chairs. Yeah, and nice. Cool. But I want to go camping to not be around other people. Yeah, and you want to kind of go a bit more camping in the wild. Yes. You know what I mean? 
get a bit bushy. But I, I don't know, like, where you can go. I don't know. But we'd always, like, uh, go fishing and we'd always catch trout. But trout is shit. It's a shit fish. I don't There's fish. no flavour. I don't fish. Yeah, I don't really fish anymore either. Or I never fished then. Like, I'd just throw my little toy rod and try and catch it. <laughs> and then I'd go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> just throw it around. Just throw his toy rod around. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, I'm going to dangle it in the water, try and catch something nice. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, Mum, there's a trout on me packer. <laughs> the trout are biting. <laughs> we'll keep the teeth out of it. Uh, now, I've got a question for you. Uh, I had an experience the other day where a um, teenager, yes, a youth, Approached me for a cigarette. Don't smoke, kids. Everyone, don't smoke. It's bad. Um, but I made him a cigarette. Yeah, yeah I, I could see. I tried smoking when I was like fifteen. Throw up. Then I tried again. A month or so later, throw up again. I was like, I'm out. I'm done. I tried no. it twice. I'm gone. You're smarter than a hamster. That <laughs> 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 means. Uh, so this uh, kid goes, uh, can I have a cigarette? Oh, yeah, man, I'll make you a cigarette. I, I knew, knew he looked pretty young, but whatever. He also looked like he was living rough. Yeah. And so my opinion with that kind of situation is, and it's not a, ve- it's not one from heightened compassion, but it's if someone asks me for a cigarette or money and I can be fucked, yeah. <laughs> I give it to him. Yeah. That's not a big, it's no big deal. No. Uh, uh, I, I could probably do a lot better, make a better effort. Yes. But I just, you know, if I've got some change, oh, fuck it, you have it. Your life must be up. Whatever. And this this was one of those situations. I didn't have any money. Not that he actually asked me for it. And we got to chatting. And then I said, how old are you? And he said, 15. Oh, that was after he said, I just left home. Yeah. I said, oh, did you? Oh, you just left home. He goes, yeah. I'm. And I said, how old? And he was 15. I was like, fuck. And immediately I felt um, in a position of responsibility. Yeah, of course you do. And my, my paternal gland just started... Yeah. Going right, fucking fix this, do do something, and so yeah. I just tried to quiz him on why you why'd you leave home? Yeah, um, and his dad's a fuckwit, but you know he's fifteen, and your dads are a fuckwit when you're yeah, fifteen. Yeah, exactly. I said, okay, well, is this some like- of them don't stop being fuckwits, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Dad. I'll see you at Christmas. <laughs> Out of actually, nowhere. Baz is just like, <laughs> he's like, what? I thought we were getting on great. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Think again, Bazza. I've got some words for you when you come to stay at Christmas. Fucking ho, ho, ho. Santa's coming down the chimney. What are we talking about? <laughs> no, he's great, actually. Barry's the best. That went really all kinds of sideways. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, sorry, keep going. Yeah, and then I go, okay, well, is it somewhere you can go home to? And he goes, I just don't feel like I can at the moment. Yep. And I was like, okay, well, where's your mum? And he said, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, uh, can you go there? And he goes, nah, because my stepdad held a fork to my throat the other day. I'm like, no, best not go there then. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't seem sure. like a safe space. And just from a really brief chat, I was just like, oh, you you don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. And he's like, I just need I just need to find a bed. And I was like, fuck. So then, and then there was this girl that he was with and he goes, I love her. Um. And I was like, oh. oh, no, he goes, I, um, no, he didn't say that. He goes, I'm really into her, is what he said. I'm really into her. And she was out of earshot. He just sort of pointed to her over on yep. this chair. I was like, okay, cool, man. Yeah. Um, I said, that's good. And he goes, yeah, it, I, I know I'm only 15, but I know what love is. I was like, 
you know what, man? Fucking oath you do. When you're 15 and like your fucking hormones and your emotions yeah. are running like crazy, you're probably like, <laughs> I'm not going to say you're never going to feel more in love, but that, that feeling is intense. Yeah, I, I actually said 100% him, that's real. I said if teenagers don't know what love is, then we're all fucked. Exactly. Of course teenagers know what love is. Yeah. What they what they lack usually in their ability to make decisions is uh, measuring how that emotion is pushing their brains. Yes. At that point. Yeah. Um, maybe we should be more open to that. Uh, I was like, well, make sure that... And I, did, then I didn't know what to say. I, was, I said, has she run away from home? And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, make sure that you keep each other safe. Um, and if she needs to be at home, maybe that's the best place for it. Yeah. Because he said, oh, her dad would fucking kill me too. I'm like, cool. So just three shit men yeah. in your life. And then I just, uh, the honest truth is, I don't know what, I, I should have I should have done something more than that. I don't know. He seemed a competent young man. He... I don't know, man. Like, But he's 15, for fuck's sake. So what do I do? What do you do? Like, you, like we always rabbit on about how it takes a village. Yes. And then when you're in that situation, because I would be the exact same... You do some questions. Yeah. And you're like, now what do I do? Like, I was walking along with Penny the other day. We were doing some Christmas shopping. Yeah. And we, she had, like, a little purse, and it was full of coins, and there's some uh, dude on the corner, um, and he was... He was older. He was an older gentleman, like you know, yeah. maybe mid sixties or seventies. Okay, um, Fuck, that's old to be on the street. That's be on the street, and he had obviously been on the street for a while. He, you know, yeah. I don't want to be critical, but you know, he yeah. had had a vibe. Yeah, and he also had a quiff. He had a quiff, <laughs> a quiff of filth in his hair. And he was like, uh, he was pretty hammered, like he was yeah, pretty right. thing, and he was like ranting a bit, but he was also asking for money. Yeah, but stop looking in the mirror and tell me about the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm like, I saw Penny just like looking, staring at this guy, and not in like um, in any way of concern or thing, just, just curiosity. Looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute curiosity. And I almost said to her, "Look, you know, like this gentleman needs some money. You got some money. If you want to give him some money, hmm. you can go over there and put some in his in, in his in his hat." Yeah. But I was also like, my daughter's four. This dude is clearly drunk. Drunk, yeah, at like fucking eleven in the morning. Or well whatever done, it was. son. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's no judgment. No, no, like no, no. you fucking if you, you live on the street, or even no. if you don't, like it's I'm not no, passing judgment. No. All I could think of was like, I want to protect my daughter. Yes, that's a trip. And it, so, is it protecting my daughter? Um, like going, oh, come away from that nasty man, or is yes. it protecting my daughter by saying to her, hey, look. If you want to give that gentleman some money, you absolutely can. You know, I only have my card. I mean, dude didn't take it, boss. Fucking so rough. Just update yourself. Anyway. If you're, if you're homeless and listening to this, and so, like, make sure you <laughs> update your systems so that you've got a tap and go donation. But, but uh, or like to show like genuine human compassion and say, look, a lot yes. of people do not have like the, the life that we have. Yeah. We have. You would not believe you don't understand at the moment because you have to tidy your room. But how yeah. fucking lucky we are Some in people... our life, and our family especially is insanely lucky. Oh man, you know what I mean. You and I sit in an area of privilege that's and astounding. It's absolutely astounding. And but... so, like when we have our little moans and whines, it yeah. really are for the most part first world problems. Oh yeah, 
But that is the world that we live in. But that is the world that we live in. Um, Anyway, and so I just, I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it until like the light went green and we crossed over the road. And gave him no money. And we gave him no money. What a piece of shit. Because now, like in hindsight, like a few days later, I was like, totally should have said to (laughs) To PJ, if you want to give him some money, I will happily go up and do it for you if you like. Look, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Just to teach you, right like, um, to teach them compassion, teach them, like, if you see somebody who needs some help, it's okay to help. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there's a whole lot of uh, levels. But that protective unique, parenting yeah, thing absolutely. kicks in, and you're like, you need to I, be aware of in that yeah. situation. It's not just teaching compassion. It's also, hey. Um, we're trying to encourage our children to not go up to strangers, strangers yeah. at a certain age until they have these abilities and, and um, yeah, absolutely. skills for getting out of problems. Yep. So it's not an easy answer. No, it's not an easy answer because I don't want her to also like automatically assume, oh, it's a stranger who needs help. I'll just go up and help him, which yes. is what, in an ideal situation, like the world would be great if that's how it worked. But there are some... Well, we're the ones to show that, though. We are the ones, We're the to, ones show to show that. And but I there think... are some pieces of shit out there who will ask kids for help and then... And Take it's advantage. very rare. Absolutely. It's very rare, but it does happen. And I guess the media plays it more in your mind than it actually happens. But it still happens. Yeah, I think so. I think um, we're... I'm a bit lost. We're just, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling as I'm talking. No, and no, I don't no. have I, any answers. I'll, I'll grab that um, point you made, though, because I think that about how much of a helicopter parenting culture we're in now. Yep. And then you go, yeah, but we know about all these things. And I wonder, is it worse now than it was... Or we just hyper aware. We're hyper aware. I don't think it's any worse. I don't think there's any more uh, people stealing kids now than there were like twenty years ago. I just think we're well more aware of it, and we're in a and we don't do stupid things like that. And we're in a twenty-four hour news cycle. Well, here here's a scenario. So Leonard's eight. I've uh, just twice allowed him to go across the road to the park on yep. his own. Um, and it hasn't really been that big of a lead to give him yeah. because it's you got to check in in 10 minutes. Yeah. And the park's across the road. I'll yeah. look at him. Um, so there's been two moments where he's gone for two 10-minute stints on his own and then I've joined him in the park. Just trying to give him added freedoms yeah. so that he increases his ability to make decisions yes. and problem solve. That's, that's the whole idea. 100%. The other day, I'm at the same park. Leonard's at school. I'm there at, I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning with Walter, um, just playing on the the slide area. Yeah. And I suppose these two people that arrived may not have seen me. Yeah. They may not have been aware I was there. I was I already clocked one guy as like, you're a weirdo, but I'm in St Kilda. There's some weirdos. Everywhere. There's weirdos yeah. everywhere. But he was weird. He was walking down the street with his shirt over his head so that he couldn't see. It was odd. <laughs> That's odd. That's fair to be called a weirdo if you're walking with your shirt over. <laughs> I think the other guy, from my perspective, seemed normal. Yeah, there, there didn't seem to be any great um, alarm bells going off about yeah. him. Shirt over the head guy, bit odd. Also walking with his arms splayed out. Oh like just come from the yeah, gym. yeah, yeah. Just, and just a bit pumped up on energy. Yeah. They got into the car parked just near the playground. Then they got out of the car and they came over. And they sat down. By this stage, shirt over the head guy was now no shirt on. And the normal guy just sat down with what looked like a can of beer yeah. uh, and a smoke. And he was sharing it with shirt yeah. off guy. Um, and they didn't match. They didn't seem to. I was like, why are you even together? They didn't yeah, seem yeah, to yeah. be mates. Then, shirt off guy started undoing his fly. And I am on the other side of the this play um, ground yep. fort thing. So, it's kind of like I'm... 
spying. I'm a detective at this stage. <laughs> and I see him take off, and, and Walter's just there oblivious to what's going on. Yeah. I'm like, what's happening? And then he just takes his jeans completely off, and he's just in um, jocks, like small what? boy brief jocks. Like, And he's about, I don't know, maybe he's in his 40s. Jesus. And then... The guy's sitting on the ground, and then he just flashes his dick right in the guy's face. Like, he's right... And I'm thinking, am I about to see this dude suck the other dude off? Like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, I don't... Because if that other guy starts sucking that guy off in the park at 10 o'clock in the morning beside yeah. a kid's playground... You're right over there. I have... I'm right amongst that. No, I've got to say something. You've got to say something. You've got to say something. It's like when I found the dead possum in the park. You've got to say You've got something. you got to clean the possum up. You gotta tell the guy to put his dick away. Yeah. And then so he the guy seemed to that was sitting on the ground seemed to just kind of ignore that it had even happened. Yeah. He was very um unaffected by it whatsoever. Then the other guy sat down. I chose that moment of calmness between those two people yeah. to go, I'm just gonna leave this scenario. Yeah. Uh and I'll just, let Walter deal with this. And I just left Walter to them. I said, Can you just watch my kid for a second? <laughs> I'm gonna go take some heroin. <laughs> I got my kid. And I walked off, and I had to walk a bit closer to them. Yeah. And then I think they realised that you know someone had been in the park. Yeah. Not not neither of them affected by it at all. Yeah. And then I think this is what I think is the case. Yeah. The person who flashed his penis, and the other person were in a client carer relationship. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. I think it was a bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then it all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's crazy, Dick. That's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're mentally impaired, the mentally impaired Dick is different to creepy sex pest Dick. 100%, but it's very difficult for a child who's at the park alone yes. to differentiate the two. Exactly right. Like they can't go, oh, that's just crazy Dick. That's, that's not, crazy Dick. That's not sex pest Dick. And like, no. oh, fuck, that's sex pest Dick. When yep. it's too late, yes. and, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'd imagine if it was what I think it is, which was a client-carer relationship, the carer would not have gone into a park full of kids. He thought he was just walking in for a little break. Yes. Uh, to, for a sit-down. And, and he saw like an empty park yeah. and he thought, fuck, we'll just have a sit-down here. Yeah, and his client was having a pants-off day. Yeah, fucking hell, man. Yeah, it's a minefield. Parenting so is I a can't, minefield. But I can't send now. I have to go. I have to backtrack a bit on Leonard. I think I, I can't. I, it just made me realise oh, I am in a bit of a fucking sketchy area. Yeah, I've got to be over there with you, even though you're eight. I've got to be, and even though it's just in front of the house, and even though in it, you know, there's yeah. a there's a homeless person that's set up underneath the tree. It's a yeah. sick setup too, um, which is fine. Like because fuck, you're homeless, you need somewhere to fucking stay. I would never begrudge anybody. Like you need no. a place to stay, you need a place to stay. Yeah. But at the same time, my concern, my immediate concern are my kids. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in their safety. And I don't think a homeless person, by the way, is any more likely to Absolutely hurt your kids not. That than is someone with a 100% home. not what we're saying. Absolutely not what we're saying. But, but it does make you go, oh, there's a person sleeping under the tree. I might not let my kid go and play under the tree. Yeah. Because I don't want to disturb them. They might be a dad. They're having a nap. Fuck, I don't know, man. The whole thing is right. <laughs> Dude just needs a minute. God just needs a minute. It just needs a just break. Just needs a fucking lie down. There, but for the grace of God, go I. And like I think like yeah, these homeless kids like the like mm. the, like the kid you're talking about and you're like I oh, like you felt some responsibility yeah absolutely but I also feel like that's the government's responsibility well you know what I mean yes but if there's if, why are there like why aren't there more avenues and channels for them like for a kid to turn to to say like I would never have to sleep on the street like a yeah. teenager should never have to sleep on the there street there should be a no situation whatsoever where a teenager ever they should always feels have a safe like they bed. don't have a shelter totally yeah. but I think on one hand you can go why aren't the government doing something about that um, and on the other 
I am trying to show my children yes. how to be compassionate. That there's and, a better way to be. And dad at school just goes, well, you, we have to show them. Yeah, you 100. have to go and do something. Yeah, You've got to go you're absolutely and, right. And he goes, we don't do enough. We, you know, we try and um, they engage in a, in a community um, market and they volunteer time there and they do a couple other things. Even what he does is more than me. Yeah. Um, but then if you, you go, yeah, that's not enough. What? And then I'm like, fuck, I'm not doing anything. Neither. I'm not doing anything. I don't even, I don't even donate money to a, a kid uh, in some starving fucking area of the world, which is what I grew up doing. Yeah. You just did that to sort of buy to, your soul. Yeah, to ease your fucking yeah, white guilt. Mate. That's right. <laughs> but, oh, man, I, I, I think you should have to ease your white guilt a bit. Yeah, you 100% should be doing... Ease your privilege a bit and, and... We should be doing more. And I don't mean like... Uh, I mean society, but, yeah, you and I should absolutely be doing more. Let's do a shitting with the door open sponsored podcast. All right. For somebody. We, we could give back <laughs> yeah. with our words. We've been so helpful to our own lives. <laughs> And the tens of listeners out the there. The tens of listeners would get behind whatever it is that we deem to be shitting with the door open worthy. Fuck. There are a lot of questions in that little chat with no answers, and I feel that just sums up our podcast. Oh, yeah. Sometimes But it's, it's just like, those are big, big questions. And it's a fluid conversation. It's way. a fluid conversation. Fluidity is the spice of life. <laughs> <laughs> and we're winding up now. Because there's Penny, not much left to talk about. Penny had her... Um, uh, kindergarten graduation the other day. Boring. And it was the sweetest thing. I'm just going to roll on over top. I'm just going to keep going. And like all the other kids were there and then they had, they did like this little song and stuff and you can just see Penny interacting and she's like around the middle of the group. Like, yes. um, like some kids know the words to the songs yeah. and some kids know the better actions. She's around in the middle but it was so sweet to see yeah. like her little life. And then yesterday, like Claire got a bit caught up in it, I think, because she <laughs> she went over to the kinder who's like next door. She said, oh, you guys can do like a little field trip to our house if you like. And I said, oh, that's nice. I won't be here for that. <laughs> wow. And so, yes. She signed you up for a whole kinder coming through your house. Well, so yesterday they, um, they opened up like the... The alleyway is connecting yes. our two things. Yeah. So we opened up the back gate and Claire went over and got them and they brought over like 23 little kinder kids and they're like high-vis vests. You know what I mean? It's like a 30-second... Because they had to walk around the corner. Well, not even around... A, like through an alleyway. It's like a ten, five-second walk. Yes. It's two seconds. Yeah, it's, it's next door. It's next door. You're not passing anything. And then so they came in and they stayed in their backyard for 40 minutes while Claire showed them like the cornfield and the almond tree and then they got to plant a sunflower seed. And then I they love got that to, you've like, got make... a cornfield. I know, it's ridiculous. You've got a cornfield. <laughs> they got to plant... And there's children of the corn here. They got to plant uh, sunflower seeds, sunflowers. They got to like make orange juice from the orange trees. They had like That's this... actually a good excursion. It was a really nice excursion. I avoided it like the play. You're an idiot. We could have got better content. <laughs> I've got to have one here. I'm just looking around my house going, hey, I could have an excursion at my house. Anyway, like when Claire had finished, she's like, thank you. I really needed that. And she genuinely got so much pleasure out of it. And that's when I realized this marriage is never going to last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what a fucking way to she, <laughs> she was. She what loved, a beautiful story. She loved it so much. And you hated it. Uh, no, I didn't hate it. I just, I just wasn't I wasn't there for it. One last story before we go. Twenty three children. 
had to let it get too many kids. The, uh, the kinder teacher, Sally, who's very nice, had to send half of them home. She's like, oh, yeah, this is... We've, we've bitten a bit off more than we can choose. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking half of you losers, fuck off. I'm not with the cool kids only. I hope they did, like, that, that thing at high, at school where they had, like, ten captains. Pick, right. pick the ones that would yep. stay. Yeah. Um, Penny was telling me the story the other day about how there's this, like... She likes the naughty boys at school. Oh, like she's she always does. talking about like what the naughty boys do. She's like, "Oh, they're so naughty. They always chase me around and they push me over." And and but I know how excited you start she gets. Seeing red. Well, no, I know how excited she gets. I'm like, "Do you push them over too?" She's like, "No, no. Well, sometimes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but only because they push yeah. me first. I'm like, "Are they chasing you or are you chasing them?" She's like, "Oh." Well, we kind of chase each other a bit. Like, I know, like, the story's already, like, the narrative is yeah, twisting. Yeah, the narrative yeah, is twisting. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she's just telling me that she watches... I like. I, sometimes I, like, watch the boys as they're running around outside playing, and I'll hide, like, I'm hearkening back to your sex pest story. Yes. She, like, hides in, like, this special place behind the bookcase, which is, like, the teachers can't see me, and nobody can see me, and I just spy on everyone. <laughs> and I just watch them run around. I'm <laughs> like... Like, all right, fucking devil child. No, like, all right, mate. Maybe don't just spy on other kids where nobody can see you. And like, does anyone else join you? She goes, no. No, the girls are inside, and but I'm hiding from everybody, and I'm just spying. <laughs> As a parent, you have to go, why don't the teachers know where you are? Or is oh, she one of those kids that thinks they're hiding, but they're oh, just 100%. in the fucking room? Yeah, she's just, I'm hiding. Just are you right there on the table? In a cardboard with a hole cut out, like hiding. <laughs> nobody can see me. I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> this cloak of invisibility. <laughs> oh man, good chat there. I uh, yep, good chat. I, I can give you another bit. Oh please, I woke up with a noise and a word the other morning. <laughs> I would say it would have been about six a.m. and the noise and the word happened pretty much at the same time as each other. A thing happened, and then I went. Oh, cunt. <laughs> My child who sleeps with me and seems completely unaffected by any kind of physical harm that he puts me in had piffed a bottle at my jaw at 6am. <laughs> I woke up by being basically punched in the jaw and I went, oh, cunt. Then... You go, oh, I can't stay in bed now, can I? I can't just have another little nap. If you, you, you can't start with cunt and then go, no, no, I have a snooze. <laughs> but that's just, uh, you're up now. Call Makita cunt. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, so good. Because once you do that, like... You can't go back to you sleep. You can't go back to sleep. Man, you lose it at them. Like, <laughs> we've talked about it before. They just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And finally, you're like, but just fucking knock it off. Yeah. Like, but normally, I get yelling? into at least 15, 20 minutes of the morning before that happens. Yeah, yeah but a Not bottle. fucking go. A bottle in the face. <laughs> Bang. Can't. Can't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I've blown me load too early. It's not going to be a good right, day. Right, everyone up. Now, do you reckon last week would probably be our last podcast for the Ever. year? <laughs> now I'm sticking in it for another nine years. I'm getting that fingering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, la- next week might be the last one, um, or we're, possibly we're the week after. We'll see how we go. But like, um, we'll be pretty busy with family stuff. I know, we like- have attempted to bank podcasts in the past. We've never been very good at it. No, if we can get it, there. We- yeah, yeah. But if it is, we'll be back in early Jan. Yeah, ish, early January. July. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do one every now. We'll do a special. Anyway, this has been great. You're welcome. Dads.